talking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. Get in the zone, AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. We don't bring the phones in the bed anymore, in, in, the, in the bedroom anymore. We have a little, a little bucket, and when you go into our room, like you literally put the phone in the little basket. Well, how do you ignore your family though? What do you mean? How Which do you family? ignore your family if you do, if you put your phone in the bucket? You mean like his mom. I'm focused on my family? Oh, oh, I see. Yes, I thought, I'm focused I on my actual. I, see. Family. I was wondering how you ignored what? your family if you don't have your phone. TJ and Max mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is always a good day Thursday. Hey, when you're out and about. Be back on campus at Brother Martin. Class of 94, helping celebrate and get ready for the state championship that's coming up on Saturday against John Curtis. So, yeah, we want to have a little fun with that here as well. We'll hear from uh, Will Guillory, who's also an alum. He's literally at the bookstore getting himself a Brother Martin shirt for the state finals here. We'll speak with Ali Cosell this segment from uh, The Bird Rights because there's something I can't keep thinking. What, what, what's the reason we're talking so much Pelicans basketball? We've made the executive decision. We're not talking Pel- uh, We're not talking Saints, and we're absolutely not talking Dolphins today. It's not happening, Roy. So every time, and they're laughing. Yeah, I mean, Miami Dolphins Super several times he just texts you're a nice uh, guy clown faces here wait you a dolphin fan we are celebrating we're Who celebrating is? our high school this weekend yes it has nothing to do with the nfl anymore this season well so. I mean, let's not get let's not get carried away you know i don't care about the nfl anyway <laughs> anyway uh to the phone lines we go on the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline Patton. what's up sir how are you is it Patton? that's what i have on my screen Patton, that's a Hello? really good sausage. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> hey, man, yeah. who's this? You know, look, the kids who are sitting right in front of you right now are preaching. All right, they are preaching. Yes, there it is. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what? How uh, about the Dolphins? I'm telling you, right? I understand. This. I want to hear to talk about Dolphins. They're going to the Super Bowl. All right, Arizona. February, be there, be loud, all right? No. No. Won't happen. It will happen. happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And I'd be in the bill. Look, go, go save No, they're going to lose the right. first playoff and game to play it. And it's going to happen. Won't, they won't beat Kansas City. No, that's fine. Well, that's oh, wait, at least he later? Yes, at least he does like, I mean, I, you know. Are you a Seder, Patton? Uh, of course Are you a Seder? I, I was there. I talked to you all before. Oh, you went... Oh, okay. Well, you, then we'll give you a break. We'll let yeah, him do a Dolphin do, fan. Do <laughs> Wait, are you, you know, the Roy makes it rough to be a, a Dolphin fan. Are you the like LeBron fan fans. as well? Who was here? No, there was yeah, a LeBron was fan me. that was here around the same time here. Y- y'all know what I'm talking that, about. That was you. Okay, so this is That him. was okay. me. Where Should you be in class? Are you here? Where are you? Uh, I'm at home right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Uh, well, shouldn't you be in school? Yeah, you know, today today just wasn't a good day, you know. So. Oh, today wasn't a good day. <laughs> no, no. Where is he, man? Is, is Patton in this building? He's got to be somewhere. Uh, he's got to be somewhere. Right, well, there he is. Well, you made the show. <laughs> I, I did. I'm, I'm proud. I just want to shout out those people in the front right there because they're real dogs. So. <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. All right, man. Thank you for calling in. Thanks, man. Oh, y'all have a great day. <laughs> I think that is the look. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. 
There's a, there's a there's a bit of a delay, so in case you're wondering if you're asking yes. where we are, I'm trying. Ali Cosell of the Bird Rights, sir. Oh, how are you? I, I keep forgetting. I man. Want to talk to. You know what? I, I'm having either a bad internet issue or something. I can't really pull up the NBA standings. Can you remind me again where <laughs> the Pelicans are as of 2:06 p.m. on this Thursday? What what place? I keep forgetting. Gus, if I had to guess, last caller said he took the day off or something like that. So I'm assuming it's because the Pelicans are in first place. Am I right? <laughs> there it is, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, that's there what I'm talking about. First, that good is. enough reason to not come to school. I mean, to be honest with you. It's good it enough is. reason for me. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't think he's going to be in school for the rest of the year. Because we're going to oh, stay in man. first place. In all honesty, man, and serious, we can talk about the game last night. We will in some of the Well day and I know there's a lot of basketball to be played that said to, to go from the start of last year and to be here in December and just for at least a day be by yourself in first place after 20 games it, it is it should be a reason to celebrate about it huh it is it's a mon- monumental accompli- accomplishment when you think back to just a year ago right one calendar year ago on December 8th 2021 the Pelicans were in last place in the Western Conference with a 7-20 and record. Even the Houston Rockers had a better winning percentage. So now you find them at the top of the West when, you know, nobody's really drawn themselves apart, picked themselves away from the rest of the pack. But, look, the Pelicans have not been as healthy, you know, just about as any other team out there, right? But for them to be 16-8, it's an incredible accomplishment. That's an incredible thing when you think about the fact that, yeah, he, that they haven't been, uh, to go from last to first. Yeah, in one year's time. So there you go. To, to what Ali's and the, saying. The team isn't even fully together yet. No, is that the but most surprising But when you see them play, they just play together. They play so well. And I've been to the last two games and, and Ali, it's just so impressive to watch them work together and fight. You know, I mean, this team, it just seems to me, who's going to beat them? Well, speaking of, I want to, I want to ask you this, um, Ali, cause you're a good judge of, um, I, I guess sound bites here. I need you to tell me which one was better. This is going to be tough. You know where I'm going okay. with this. Here's, uh, here's Willie, last postseason. They might bring it in. You took the best punch. It's a 10 point game going into fourth quarter. Okay. Get your freaking hands up. This is what we live for. This is what we worked hard for. Okay. We ain't giving it up. We are not freaking giving this up. You got to freaking fight. That's an award. So that's Willie Green, the famous "You Got to Fight." And then last night, Ollie. Look, we, you know we're we're a work hard team, um, sort of like this city. We like to stay connected and stay together, like this city. We like to have a good time doing it, like this city. And we're not just going to take anything from anybody, like this city. So if that answers the question, that's kind of. You know who we are. Dude, that just gave me like goosebumps. Ollie, which which one? Which one? Which one, Ollie? Man, I've got to go with the first one. Because let's face it, that set the tone for Willie Green's rookie season. He's going to be forever related to that, as, as I think this whole Pelicans team is, right? I mean, look, they were minutes away from losing to the Clippers because that's from the playing game, if I remember correctly. And the Pelicans were bleeding, leading big. There was no Paul George, no right. Kawhi Leonard. But then they were losing at the start of the fourth quarter. Or at, towards the end of the third quarter. So that's when that speech happened. And that forever, I feel like, in, instantly changed this Pelican's trajectory. One of the many reasons, but still, that that's going to be always something that's going to be remembered. So I've got to go with that one. Yeah, no doubt. And I guess the reason I brought that up, too, is because I see this team embody them. And, you know, Ali, whether it's you or Will or Andrew or somebody else asking the question, Schmidt, about – a certain player and why this player is doing well. Why is Najee doing well? Why is Jose having success? It always either starts or ends with the work they put in, and at somewhere in the long that answer, if it's the player, they always mention Coach Green. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think to be successful, especially to be at the top, you have to have not only so many things go right, but you have to have exemplary talent, you have to have exemplary chemistry, and you have to have exemplary coaching. Because if anybody follows the game closely, you just can't win with a star and then just try and surround him with talent. I mean, ask me how the Lakers season's honestly gone for the most part this season and in a couple of years past, right around LeBron and Anthony Davis. 
And then you've got these great coaches that sometimes struggle to win as well. I mean, I remember a lot of down seasons, and we're seeing it right now with Greg Popovich with the Spurs. And then chemistry. You, you can have the best group of guys together. It looks like an all-star team almost when you trot out a starting five. But if you don't have that chemistry, there's nothing to ignite them, right, to get them up for every game. So it's just a whole combination of factors. But you're right. Coaching, without a doubt, is as big of a key as anything to the New Orleans success this season. Ali, I want to play another bite, and it's Zion being asked yesterday about the five-game stretch that he's on uh, during the five-game win streak, which, which I guess coincides mm-hmm. with the stretch that he's been on, and this was his answer. Uh, I don't think that's really up to me to decide how I've done these past few games. Uh, I'm glad we just been on a win streak, but I got to thank my teammates and my coaches. Uh, you know, with, when CJ was out and B.I. was out, um, they kind of, my teammates looked at me like, all right, like we, I mean, that trust, that trust does a lot for somebody. So to see them trust me, even though I missed all last season, um, it means a lot to me. And I just, I simply just don't want to let them down. Does Will happen to know who that clown was that asked that no. question last time? <laughs> We're not going to worry about that, but Ollie, <laughs> when, when you think of um, Zion saying that, though, man, that stretch has been incredible. Assist, blocks, steals, um, obviously points, but leadership. And, and just, man, I it, it looks like he's getting better by the game just, just in. Yeah, Gus, look, you know what we're seeing, right? We, we, we've been often talking about in years past when he's been healthy and playing. Where's Duke Zion? Right, because we would see the offensive numbers, the the astounding highlight dunk, whatever else he was doing at an incredibly high level, right, efficient level. But the defense was just never there. Not like it was at Duke. But suddenly, it, it the light switch has come on. I mean, it, what he's doing over the last four, five, six games has just been incredible. Because not only is he registering those steals and blocks numbers, it almost seems like it's within the moment of the game when it's going to make the most impact right i mean to me he's had a couple of chase down blocks in key situations that reminds me totally of lebron james of what he used to do up there in cleveland so yeah it's just it's just such a pleasure to see we're often wondering right i mean it's been years would we ever even see that guy well now we're seeing him honestly what you've got to attribute it to is not only is he healthy not only does he have the right people around him pushing him trying to guide him and give him advice but it's the fact that he's finally in a good place to where he can unveil all his talents. Because before, earlier in the season, I was told that he didn't fully trust his foot yet. And there was other things, right? He didn't trust defensively where he was at. So he had so much catching up to do. So we should have given him a leash, right? Couldn't give him, like, say, 30, 40 games. Well, it's taken less than that. And now we're seeing, honestly, what to me is, he's one of the best players in the league. If he keeps playing like this, you can't tell me he doesn't deserve to be on an all-NBA team, especially probably the first team, right? Well, I mean, you're yeah. top of the Western Conference. You're going to get the accolades. People are going to start looking at it a little bit differently here. Final thing for you, Ali. 124-111 was the final one they met earlier in the season. Pels dropped the 3-2. and two. Phoenix went to 4-1. and one. Najee, Jonas, Jose, CJ, Trey were your starting five. Zion didn't play. He didn't play in the postseason series then with as well. What kind of impact do you think he's going to have come Friday and Sunday? You know who they're going to miss big time? Jay Crowder. Because, honestly, he probably would have been the best person to put on him if you're Phoenix. And they don't have him because he doesn't want to play because he was told he doesn't have a starting job anymore. So the Phoenix Suns are going to be, honestly, trying to do what every other team's been doing. That's trying to figure out how to get two, three guys on him, putting him in the boxes and elbows and make sure that he doesn't have those driving lanes. Because not one single person in the NBA can honestly defend a player of his talent. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's a good spot for the Pelicans, isn't it? because they're going to be still without Brandon Ingram, still without Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado is questionable. You're going to need to have something that's really a game-changer for you. And that's what Zion is. When he's playing at the you know top of his abilities, he's one of the best game-changers in the league. So glad the Pelicans have him. Yeah. Ali Kosell, as always, man, appreciate the time that you give us. Thank you so much, dude. Absolutely, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah, for sure. You know, Looking forward to it. That is Ali Cosell. Go ahead. And, and last what? year, I was one of those clowns. Who was that? Saying, You're a clown? 
Oh, man, if he doesn't want to be here, trade him. <laughs> I, I tried to tell you to just breathe. I tried to tell you to just breathe. I admit it. O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L. Ali Cosell. He is the editor-in-chief of The Bird Rights. To my right is Mr. Will Guillory. Covers the Pelicans for The Athletic. We will come with them when we come back. We're live at Brother Martin High School, getting ready for the state championship game on Saturday. Will just flexed. I think Will wants to play. Put him in, Coach. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. And I know we both knew better, but we still said forever, and that was seven summers ago. This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Rouse's Market. You'll love us for more than just low prices, like unbeatable quality and making shopping easy with pickup and delivery options. Come shop with us today. Rouse's Markets. Feels like home. The Saints' 4-9 season has been filled with coulda, woulda, shouldas. As quarterback Andy Dalton said following Monday night's loss. You know, I, there's a lot of good that we did, but being good doesn't isn't good enough, you know. it's There's plays in the game that you go back and we're going to go back and see and say if we would have just made that one, if we would have just made that one, if we would have just made that one, then the, the game would have been... A whole lot different. In moments where you need to make a play, we have to make it. Four games are left after the bye week. Head coach Dennis Allen's message for the final five weeks. Look, we've been playing for 13 straight weeks. You know, I think the bye is a, uh, a time for guys to, you know, kind of get themselves recharged mentally, physically, and emotionally and ready to finish out these last four games of the season. And so that was really what the message was. Look, we let an opportunity slip through our hands. We have to be better from it. And we need to take a few days to kind of get ourselves recharged and get ready to go. For more on the Black and Gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold Report has been brought to you by Rouse's Markets. For unbeatable quality and shopping made easy, try our pickup and delivery options. Come shop with us. Rouse's Markets feels like home. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Jeff Scott, he's been bumped by real VIP. Mr. Will Guillory of the Athletic Covers in New Orleans Pelicans. Sir, how are you, man? I'm doing well, How cool man. is this, man? Oh, my God. It's you- amazing being back in these hallways, bringing back so many memories. Uh, just a lot of good times. Uh, rough test days, <laughs> a lot of uh, talks in the office with my guy, Coach Williams. Man, it's just beautiful to be back and just see this team having some success. It's crazy to sort of see, like, even for me, and I'm 94, so I'm old, but I still there's so many familiar faces still here yes. from when I was still here, man. It's crazy walking in the building. It's like, oh, yeah, what's up, Will? And it's like, you know, it's like I never left. You know, it's crazy. Obviously, the mall looks much different. It looks there much well, nicer. You see the name over there. Yeah, the, Tom and Gail Benson Mall. Shout out <laughs> to Miss Gail, always <laughs> investing in the community. Yeah, man, no it's just a, a beautiful thing just to see the school growing. Uh, and now the football program is growing yeah. and expanding and, and succeeding much more than ever. So, I mean, I cannot wait till Saturday. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, we did the show here back in October, and it had been a while since I've been back on campus and went and took tour looked around which is awesome brought back memories then we did career day and i'm like you know we got to do it this week getting ready for the state championship but it was so cool too because like I, I literally first thing i did when i got in the car I text my wife go on i'm like dude i'm so emotional like i can't wait to little man it's just like there's no other choice i'm like no <laughs> no 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 other choice got to man this is a no other choice place. no man I, I honestly can't wait aside of the fact his favorite color is red crimson's a shade of red 
And um, it's awesome though. And and what the school he goes to is actually the Crusaders as well. So it's a perfect transition. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Look, man, it, it's not only a fun week too, as you were talking about what Saturday is going to be like. I mean, it's so cool to see the amount of people that were here when the bookstore was open and you know during lunch. I mean, well, there was a line. You know, people <laughs> stopping in for for lunch to do that. But it, look, we cover pro sports, but prep sports. Obviously, we we follow Brother Martin, but that, this whole area, man, whether it's public or private schools, people love their their high school football, and it's something special to be able to go to the Dome and play for all of the teams that are going to be playing here starting today. No doubt. You know, I got my start covering high school sports, uh, freelancing with the Advocate. Shout out to my guy, Rod Walker, all those good folks over at the Advocate. And, and yeah, I mean, I tell the people, you know, I've, I've been able to cover, you know, bowl games, Pelicans playoff games, all type of stuff, but there's nothing quite like a big Friday night. Yeah. Under those lights, the, the, the passion, the marching bands, the kids just leaving everything on the field, man, it's, it's incredible. Uh, there's nothing quite like it in sports. And like you said, they, when, when these kids have a chance to get to the state championship, they're playing the dome, playing in front of all of these people, yeah. alumni, family, all of these people, man, it's nothing quite like it. And it's, I mean, this is going to be an experience these guys remember for the rest of their life. You know, regardless of what happens in the game, just being in that dome, being able to play for that trophy is something you'll remember for the rest of your life. There's no doubt. It's something that you'll remember. And I think the other thing to your point is just it's it's that family connection too, right? I mean, like I said, I I'm, I got emotional. I got home and I got a shirt. Say you guys. Uh, and what was great is knowing that one day you know, little mans could be wearing that and, like, it hit me. But, yeah, so when you go through these journeys for these parents, you know, we're talking NIL. We're talking transfer portals and all this other stuff, pros. But And I think that's what's kind of been refreshing when we, we hear from Zion and so many team members this year about how young they are, but the maturity and the growth process. And there's always either a coach or a family member that comes refer to that has helped them along the way deal with all of this yeah no doubt though with that pal it's definitely a, a very aau team high school team type of feel with the way they all just hang out they are all joking around together that uh it's never like i've been around nba teams where it's very this is hey we're coming here to work once we're punching out the clock, you won't see me again until we're punching in. And it's not that way with this Pels team. Yeah. They all enjoy being together. They love playing together, playing for each other. And you see it on the court. Well, uh, you saw it last night where somebody throws Zion Williamson down and Najee Marshall's like, hold up now. <laughs> Don't be doing that to Zion. And, and that's what you want to see from a team that's growing together and learning how to win. Along the lines, of you, I, I literally said that earlier in the show, that who – one of the star players or somebody has, has done something in all of the wins so far this season for them. And then also somebody from the bench has contributed. And every single time that player is referenced by either the coach or another player, it's, it's somewhere in that answer, the word work and, and, and then love. Like people love other players' success on this team. Like I haven't really heard really ever. Now I want to get back to what you were talking about specifically about Najee. You know, picking him up because it's a massive difference from two years ago. But here's what Coach Green had to say on Ashi. Um, you know, that's that's a part of what he does. If if guys are out there trying to be physical and, um, you know, I won't say illegal, but you know, not not the the best play, he he's going to take up for his teammates, and that's what we're about. Uh, we cover for each other. We're not out there trying to hurt anybody, but we're not going to stand for people coming on our home floor or on the road and. Um, you know, bringing a level of physicality to us. We, we, we want to take it to teams. And so, you know, we're all with Najee on that. Now we want to make sure we uh, maintain our composure, but sometimes those things happen throughout the course of the game. But as far as Najee's play, he was fantastic for us off the bench, uh, rebounding the ball, guarding guys, knocking down shots, a uh, huge night for him. And we, we needed every every point and rebound that he, he, he brought for us. Well, I'm not here to bash, I'm, but I'm here to compare and contrast. You remember the last season that Zion played at the end of the season, got injured, right? Didn't finish the season. David Griffin, and look, I'm not picking on him, but the man was out there begging and pleading for calls that he got hurt because he keeps getting fouled. And I went on the show and I'm, you know, I hear what he's doing and he should say that because that is his valuable player. And I went off on the team. Mm. I said, where are you? That guy would get hit and no one would pick that guy up. Yep. Why aren't you shoving somebody from the, I literally would come on shows and be like, push somebody. Like that, you can't allow your guy to do that. It's the same thing. If your quarterback gets shoved, the old lineman's gotta go pick him up and do that. And to see that yesterday, 
And it, it, Najee didn't do anything dirty. He shoved them. Yeah, that's it. He shoved them. I mean, what, I wouldn't even call that a technical, to be honest with you. He probably said words. They got the technical. He probably said a few words we can't <laughs> say on the show. Right, but the show, <laughs> but the shove wasn't. And I love that the coach was okay with the tech, understood it, but I love what he said. It's about focus. We talked earlier this year about the Saints-Tampa game here at home. They lost composure when Lattimore and Evans went at it. They lost it. It's hard to do. And that is a, that's a team that's been in the postseason. That's a team that was coached under Sean Payton. That's hard to do. So to see what happened yesterday, I think was big, big for C, big for fans to understand that two years ago, that coach at that time never said anything like that at the time. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that you really love about Najee Marshall in particular is that you saw last night, he was he's capable of getting 17 points. He can go out there and get his shots up and, you know, dribble and, and make passes and do a lot of great offensive things, but he knows who he is in this league. He knows his role for his team, mm-hmm. and he said it last night in the press conference. He said, hey, you mess with B.I., you mess with Zion, you got to see me, and that's who Najee Marshall is on this team, and you need that, especially when you're playing with a guy like Zion, because guess what? This isn't going to be the, the first, this wasn't the first, and this is not going to be the last time somebody's going to try to play physical with Zion, throw him on the floor, to force him to, to get in his head, to, to get outside of his game. That's something this team is going to experience as long as Zion is in New Orleans. So you're going to need guys like Najee Marshall to step up and say, hey, you can't mess with Zion. We got his back. We're going to be there. And I think uh, that the more that happens, the more you're going to see this team come together. Because I guarantee you Zion saw that and was like, yeah, I rock with Najee. Najee had my back. And like you said, a couple years ago, that wasn't happening as much. People you didn't were knocking see it. Zion down. You didn't see it. You didn't see Nobody it Nobody picked all. him up, but this is a different makeup. This, this is a different team. You didn't team. have this roster. You didn't have Jose. Exactly. You didn't have Najee. You didn't have those guys feel that way. And quite honestly, you know, not Najee was here last year, but he feels more in power now because mm-hmm. he understands his role. So he feels like a, a member of the team that can say something, can speak something. You know, to that point, it, it was funny. I'm, I'm playing the first here's green on the bear hug. And I don't want to get to a guy like even like Jose that can go walk up the sign and be like, hey, go, go finish the game for us. I mean, that guy's an undrive. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's going up to the first round pick saying, go ahead and do that. I'm not saying the teammates don't do that, but that's just where they are. They all kind of see each other on the same level, understand you can do this, but you can do that. So we need you to do this and understand their roles. And that, that's happened quick yeah. under Willie Green. It's really tough, but hear what uh, coach had to say about it. Our guys do a great job of protecting each other. Um, Detroit, they're a physical team. I don't think they were out there doing necessarily anything illegal, but um, that play, uh, is dangerous for Z. Um, he's strong, physical, and when he powers up and you don't make a play on the basketball, that's really dangerous, and that's kind of what we saw. He said it perfectly yeah. there, right? He, that, that was the little, little shot across the bow. Hey, that's a dangerous play. Mm-hmm. Here's the respect part, but I don't think they were trying to do anything dirty. So, And I, I love that from him, but he also said, but we're here to protect ourselves. Exactly. I you just can. I love it. You gotta, you gotta accept the physicality of the game, cause like I said, they're, they're gonna see this more, especially when we get closer oh, to playoff time. When it's absolutely. playoff time, those game fours, game fives, game sixes, teams are gonna be doing much more than what Detroit did last night to try to throw Zion off. And you gotta be ready for it mentally and physically. And you see this team really coming together and, and really getting themselves ready for what I think is looking like a, a potentially deep playoff run. Yeah. Just because of not only the talent on the roster, but their mentality, their togetherness, uh, their chemistry within the, the team. I think uh, everything's kind of just coming together for this group. And like you said, they enjoy playing together. And I think one of the most important things if you're going to be a good team, they hold each other accountable. Uh, last night you saw Jose Alvarado left the game with a rib injury, came back. Najee Marshall passed up a shot late in the game. Jose Alvarado ran on the court like he was really green and told Najee, I don't care if you got 17 points. You got to take that shot. You got to take that shot. And like you That's said, I'm talking about. Jose is an undrafted free agent. Yeah. He was on a two-way contract Najee last year. Najee said that after the game yesterday. He's like, man, sometimes it can get annoying, but that happens at <laughs> practice every day. and That happens in the games every day. And along those lines, <coughs> excuse me, I think that's what I'm interested in seeing in this weekend series with the Suns, almost a, a mini playoff, right, to kind of see how they're, they're, they're going to match because Zion's never played with them. So let's take the quick break. We come back, if you don't mind staying, Absolutely. for a quick segment here is uh, we're at the Tom and Gail Benson Mall here on the campus of Brother Martin. What class are you? Class 07. 07. On, I'm 94. And uh, it's been fun. It's been fun as we're getting ready for the state championships. Uh, you might have heard of John Curtis. Kind of, kind of go there from here. No, it's going to be incredible to see at the Dome. Brother Martin versus Curtis, 7 o'clock. And, of course, all the state championship games here as well. We'll go over those uh, times coming up 
as well. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120 minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre and postnatal, post mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, you've got an oil change coming up. Consider STP Conventional to save on motor oil for your everyday vehicle. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP oil filter for only $26.99. Get the complete job done at the right price at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD. And I have PTSD. I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone. I was still in a war zone in my mind. But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, Call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Is this the right landing spot for Sanders? Is, is Colorado an elite enough job for him? Absolutely. It's it's a power five school. They got nice facilities. They got money. It's not like they're going to be cheap, and this is an opportunity. And when you look at some of the other jobs that's out there, he wouldn't have been a good fit at Nebraska. Why would he want to go to FAU? Why is USF? I wouldn't want to do that. So there's only a handful of jobs. Arizona State just filled their vacancy with the defensive coordinator up in Oregon. So when you start to look at it, this is a perfect situation because here's why. Prime can recruit California, Texas, Arizona, Florida. He can get the best players in Colorado to stay in Colorado. You know, there's always a McCaffrey or two running around there. So it's a good spot, man. I'm excited for him. They offered him the job. He hasn't accepted it yet, but I hope that he does because I want to see this program get back to where it used to be. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Will Gillery, The Athletic. 07? Oh, class of 07. 07. Class of uh, 94. Here, Brother Mark. It's been so awesome seeing uh, all the people coming in. We spoke with a couple of members of the 71 team. That was the last one to win the state championship. And Chandler Rose is uh, going to talk to us coming up at 2.45. He was a member of the 89 team. They got a little close and just came up short mm. in the state finals. But, Will, since we have you here, obviously you covered the Pelicans for the Athletic. And last night's win puts them in first place with the Phoenix loss. Ali Cosell, we had on at the top of the hour, brought it back. One year ago today on December 8th, they were 7-20 and 20 and in last place of the Western Conference. So I know I've been having fun by giving a timestamp. And yes, as of 2.34 p.m. right now, the Pelicans are still in first place of the Western Conference. But because I think it is a thing that you, you celebrate today and accomplish. And I love Zion's response. You acknowledge it. You know, you acknowledge it, but you know you haven't done anything just yet. But this is what he said yesterday in the locker room. I mean, the West is so close right now. Like, with everybody's within two games, one game. So, uh, I mean, if we if we get number one on the West, uh, I think it'll be a moment. But uh, like I said in the previous uh, question, uh, one of my previous answers, we just looking to lock in on that scout, do what we got to do to get the win. Great. They do that. Let us celebrate a little longer than the moment. But you understand that. I mean, they, they should. They should be accomplished uh, uh, or celebrate the fact that this morning they woke up and they showed up to the facility. You went to practice. Yep. 
they're in first place of the Western Conference, man. Yeah, and it's not just that. Like you said, the journey to get here. I mean, this is a team that lost. I don't even remember how many games it was last year. It was 11, 13. I don't even know that they, they, uh, I remember three and 16, uh, you know, the, the Zion being out, BI being out and just the feeling like, man, this thing is falling apart. A good pal Kendrick Perkins. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. They were ready to move the team out of the city. <laughs> it, it was, it was everything was crashing down. Only and then, 12 fans. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The Pels 12. <laughs> and then a year later, they're sitting up on top of the West. Now everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. They're saying they're going to win the championship. Zion's the MVP. Did you hear? Van Gundy say they're one of the teams he thinks could reach the finals? I mean, it's realistic because just like Zion said, the West is very jumbled up right now. Phoenix isn't as good as they were last year. Golden State isn't anywhere as good as we thought they were going to be. The Clippers have their drama going on. We know what's going on with the Lakers and all of their drama. So, right. I mean, it's, it's wide open in the West. And like we said, with the depth this team has and the emergence of Zion Williamson as a true superstar, uh, it's very realistic for this team to make a run if they keep doing what they're doing just because it seems like everybody else around them is falling off. By the way, they haven't played but 10 games with the starting five. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, I'm just being honest. They haven't. It's insane. No. And, and C.J. McCollum has been there, oh, but he hasn't he been C.J. Well. McCollum at all well. in a very long no. time. So just imagine when he starts hitting shots again and when Herb Jones is back in the lineup and Brandon Ingram is out there with the long hair flowing on the court. Uh, I mean, this team is going to be very scary. And I think that's one more thing. they got to get their chemistry together with yep. all those guys sure. back and figure out And you roles. saw it took a bit when they were doing it again. Yeah. And, Joe, I'm going to come to you in about 30 seconds. But one of the things that's changed the Denver game, I said I'm not ready to use the C word just yet in contention. I believe the Athletic put out their power rankings, and they have them in Tier 2, Number 4, um, brink of contention. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that on the brink. You, you, you have to do this continuously. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta stay a, 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 along the first or second, third place within the game for, for sure. the season before I start thinking you're a contender just yet. But my, my train of thoughts changed a bit from, and I remember asking you this when you came on the show in the offseason, Right after, you know, the season ended last year, Mike, you, now your attention turns to how do I win four games? Mm -hmm. It's no longer about making the playoffs. You have a roster that makes the playoffs. How do I win four games? And what I've seen, Will, is this team can play big, they can play small, they can play slow, they can play fast. Willie Green two days ago is telling us he's purposely going to zones to slow them down. So they want to go slow. Mm -hmm. We have seen teams and coaches where they only have to play a certain way because it's the only way they can compete. This team can compete in four to five different ways, and what that tells me, it translates to, they can play with any type of, of team. That now makes them a tough out. you got to beat the Pelicans four times. No question. And I think uh, I asked Willie Green this a couple games ago where I think they're doing stuff, like you said, with the zone, with somebody switching defense, where they're saying, hey, we're working on stuff so we can be prepared in the playoffs. Even, even right. if it doesn't work that well yes. right now, we're making sure we just have this in our bag when we need it come playoff time. And that's a much different world where last year they were just like, hey, we need a win. We're going to do whatever we can how, just to get, can a we get a win on the board. Right. Exactly. And now they're like, well, you know what, we can probably win this game. Let's just work on this for two quarters and see if we can improve this part of our game. Hey, Zion, work on some passing. Hey, Trey, we'll do some stuff off the dribble just to see what it looks like. And I think when you have the depth on this team, the offensive talent they have, and number one overall, the way they're defending from night to night, uh, I think you're able to do that, and that's going to make them better come playoff time because the big thing about winning in the playoffs is not just your talent. It's your ability to adapt. It's, okay, we're playing the Warriors. we got to play this style. Yep. We're playing the Clippers. we got to play this style. And what do teams try to do? They try to take away something. Exactly. And what this team's done in 16 wins is show that somebody else can step up on any given night. Remember when the Saints were good? <laughs> How long ago was that? Yeah, well, it was been a while. <laughs> but you remember what that offense did? What yeah. did Drew Brees tell you? Yep. Any, anybody can, can, can catch the pass. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that with the Pels. It could be B.I. or it can have nine assists. It could be Zion or it could be, you know, Brandon Ingram. They both can go at it. Or, it could be Alvarado with 38 <laughs> 40, points. 40, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Joel, thank you for giving us a call on the Sports Hangover. How are you? Hey, Gus. Doing well. Class in 92. I was in the dome last time we kind of fell short. I was actually big time fell short to short to watch it all. But me and my brothers will be there again on Saturday night cheering on the crimson and gold. So nice, we're all man. Can't wait. I got, I, got a, I got a fresh brand new polo ready to go. It. Got my tea ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I got it. And we'll all be large and strong representing with the spirit in, uh, in the dome. But the Pels, you know, you, when, when they named 
actually when they when they interviewed really uh I had called you and told you I got a different feeling with him and I was very excited because he knew the culture. He understood what this dichotomy of craziness that we have here in New Orleans is about. And with he brought he brought in has done fantastically, but I don't feel that David Griffin has been getting enough credit of what he brought to the table. And here's an architect that has brought it together. And look, Swin Cash and Trajan Langdon being added to the mix has greatly assisted as far as talent and, and, and what the team has brought together. But when you think of the depth of this team, even including guys like Cairo, who's not even healthy yet, who was just starting to show his potential when he got injured. I mean, I was excited about him when we drafted him. I don't even know where in the world he'd fit on this team. But it, it's been amazing to watch how this can come together. And when they say the sky's the limit, you know, and, that, and, and by no means am I a typical just, oh, hey, rah-rah kind of guy. This, this team has the potential to do great, great things, and the chemistry is just something to behold that other teams need to learn from that, you know, this is really something special in the making. No doubt, Joel, and I'm pulling up, and I'm showing Will Guillory here in the mall. Um, the Pelicans, Carlo Matkovich, right? Matkovich. Matkovich, yeah, that's fine. Um, He's over there to stash him in Europe, right? Yes. And then he's playing over there. Twelve points, nine rebounds, six and nine shooting. And, and the write-up on him is is a highlight of, of last night's game. One of the best pick and roll men in Europe. Very good screener. Fundamentally, he's so so good. Plays a lot older than twenty-one years old. Will eventually be in the NBA, and I believe the Pelicans have his rights. They have his rights. He was a second-round pick last year. <laughs> it's a yeah. joke. It's crazy. I mean, no, it's good. I like having a farm system. Joel mentioned, I mean, they have two lottery picks, Jackson Hayes and Kyra Lewis, who are just non-factors in the rotation right now. People aren't even looking for them just because they've got so much depth on this team. And you can throw in, uh, you know, all of these guys that we mentioned who are injured right now. I mean, the, the depth on this team is insane. I mean, and we can go back as soon as, like, December last year, and I was sitting around saying, wait, you traded Lonzo Ball for what exactly? Yeah. Yeah. When did you guys learn about Zion Williamson's injury? Like, uh, you, you drafted Kyra Lewis over Emmanuel Quickly and Tyrese Maxey. I mean, Griff was getting a lot of criticism last year, and I think rightfully so for some of the decisions he's made. But when you go to the CJ McCollum trade, uh, getting in uh, CJ and Larry Nance, drafting Trey Murphy and Herb Jones, finding Jose Alvarado. I mean, they made some incredible moves over the past 12 months to, to just to, to completely rebuild this roster and, more importantly, rebuild the culture around the team. And I think that's what those guys have done more than anything. And it's and the turnaround has been crazy because we said it last year, it, the, 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 the roof was crashing in on this team, and it changed very quickly. December 8, 2021, last place, seven wins. We interrupt this expert analysis from Will Guillory. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Per the scoreboard from last night, the Lakers have lost yet another game, 126 to 113. I, I celebrate every, oh, I'm sorry, I just do. I celebrate every single loss because, uh, who has, who has their first round pick again? I believe the Pelicans own. And I know they've been playing lights. better, so I mean, you know, that's why I need every loss. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah. every loss. Listen, I've been watching a whole lot of Victor Wimbanyana highlights. <laughs> oh you know, way dude, more than I thought I would be. That's not. I mean, that's that's scary. <laughs> like that's scary. It's it's insane, man. That, Whoever that guy, gets him, huh? He's like a creative player. Every time I watch him, I'm like, you can't be that tall and do the stuff he can do on the court. It's insane, and it. I mean, just it's probably never going to happen. But I mean, sure. putting him on this team would uh, be outrageous. I just want to see him standing next to Zion Williamson. We break into hilarious. Will Guillory's daydream. <laughs> to give you the latest update on the NBA standings as of 2.44 p.m. on this Thursday, live from Brother Martin, your New Orleans Pelicans are in first place. Still currently. Still currently. <laughs> I'm going to do this all day. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the fact that you stopped by, man. You didn't have to do that. I know you were here to get a shirt, so thank you so much for talking a little Pels, but why not? They're in first place. Come on, okay. man. <laughs> the Pels are in first place. Brother Martin is headed to the state championship. It's fun, man. Uh, it's good times in New Orleans I'll right now. see you now. Saturday, dude. Oh, man, I cannot wait. It's going to be very, it's be very fun. fun. I got out of two Christmas parties with my – I didn't, I'm just saying, I didn't get out of. My wife is allowing me to go to, <laughs> to the game. That's usually how that goes, right? That's how it works. No, I mean, look, I mean, you know, I'm her date, you know, to two Christmas parties. So 
So and it's like, hey, I got more important things to do, honey. Oh, no, like she, she was like, go. You, it doesn't happen. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. She understands. But it's what happens when you marry someone in sports. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> was the first thing we did when I got the job, I was like, all right, I don't have to work on Christmas, Thanksgiving, <laughs> a birthday, Carver's birthday, our anniversary, and all of that. So thanks, Will. Appreciate the time. I appreciate you, man. Go Saders. Yep. Give him a follow over on the Athletic at Will Guillory. When we come back, Chad LaRose will join us. He was a member of the 89 team, class of 90. He's next on ESPN One. Andre? Yes, Robert? Close your eyes. Okay. It's Christmas morning. Okay. The woman you love opens her eyes and gets out of bed. Okay. You bought her something from Ramsey's. Of course. What did you buy? Hi, Andre. Oh, hi, Lori. Close your eyes again. Okay. She gets out of bed. Okay. She goes into the kitchen to make some coffee. Yes. And when she reaches in to get the coffee, yes, she discovers a tiny little Christmas gift. What is it? She slowly unwraps it. What is it? A spectacular pair. Yes. Of diamond stud earrings. Yes. And the coffee. Yes. The coffee does not get made for a while. Is that a true story? Yes, it happened last year to my friend Lisa. She told me all about it. Dreams come true at Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Danos is celebrating their 75th anniversary. Their thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made their progress possible. And in this spirit, they say thank you and best wishes for the holiday season and a happy new year from everyone at Danos. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Come on, Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Welcome back Sports Hangover. We are live at Brother Martin High School for another five or six minutes or so. Chad LaRose, member of the 89 team that went to the state finals. Chad, thanks for joining us this afternoon, man. Hey, how you doing, Gus? Doing well, sir. What do you remember about that trip to the Dome that year? Oh, man. Uh, I remember it too well, unfortunately. Uh, right. We were coming off, uh, we were coming off a, a triple overtime game up in North Louisiana, up in Ruston. And, um, man, our sights were set to beat, uh, to beat a Wachita, but, you know, we, as people who went to the game, we definitely came up short. I think we left a lot of, a lot of the fuel in the tank up in Ruston. Um, good team, great team. Actually, Ruston beat a Wachita in a regular season. So they, they might have been a better team, but I, I think we just we kind of fell short, uh, unfortunately. But I tell you what, it was a great experience. Played with a great bunch of guys that we still hang out and talk to today, and it's been great the past week, Gus, because we're all getting together and figuring out what we're doing, how to support right. uh, the Crusaders, and hopefully we can uh, bring this trophy back to Legion Field. Yeah, I thought only Kenny Spillman had my uh, my address and my phone number asking for money and stuff, but apparently everybody's f- trying to find a way to get everybody together, right? Uh, to to <laughs> well, ourselves. Well, but Kenny had it, everybody had That's exactly right. No, I love that. But uh, along the lines of what you're saying, that's kind of what I, I want to touch on. When we had Coach Bonis on earlier, you look at this year's playoff run, I mean, you know, he's down 20 nothing in game one, and they wound up winning, you know, 45-20. And same thing, they close out the game last week against Karen Crow, down 10 on a 35-0 run. You having played, having gone through those tough games, and knowing how hard it is to get to the Dome, is that the most remarkable thing about this run for them this season? Uh, absolutely, especially after I think they were five and five, Gus. You know, going yeah, into the five. playoff, they, they didn't really have a great record. But I, I, I went to the Karen Co. game. And me and me and a couple buddies, uh, Luke Provenzano and Lenny Simmons, who I played, but we went to that game. That could have been the the best half of high school football that I've ever seen. That that second half, uh, Coach Bonice must have gave him a, a hell of a halftime speech because uh, you know the the defense. 
they they stopped Karen Crow on their own 18 yard line after a after a turnover, and then went down and scored, and then kicked uh, onside kick in the third quarter. I hadn't seen that since the Saints did it in the Super Bowl. You know, it was unheard of. And they went and scored, and then I think they rattled off 28, 30 some points unanswered. It was unbelievable. So uh, if if the Crusaders bring that kind of mentality uh, on Saturday, I, I think we've got a good shot of, of beating a, a very good Curtis team. We, we talked with Coach Bonice about it as well, too. When when you think of high school football, one of the names that quickly pops to the front of your mind is JT Curtis, is John Curtis, it's the Patriots, it's the many championships, it's almost the annual ritual for them to go to the Dome. When you think of an opportunity um, of being able to win a state title, as he said, kind of, kind of, this is kind of what you want, huh? Hello, Chad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, Coach Curtis is the standard of, of high school football right now in programs. I, I think he's uh, leading the nation, or he's close to leading the, the, the entire nation in in uh, wins right now. So it's, right. it's just absolutely crazy. Uh, he is uh, the consummate professional. You know, I, I think when I was coaching at, at Rummel in the '90s, you know, we got to play him a couple of times, but. Always gracious, always thankful, always comes out and has you know the top level players. So it's going to be it's going to be a daunting task. But I, you know I think if, if the Crusaders if they keep playing like, I think we got a really good shot. Chad, before we let you go, what time are we tailgating? What, what time is the start of the tailgating on Saturday? So I know uh, three days ago, Gus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unofficially, uh, you know, we we got. I'm in like three or four different uh, brother Martin text messages right now, <laughs> group text messages right now. It's just it's it's absolutely insane how many this, but it, it's going to be fun. But uh, no, we'll, we'll be we'll be around. Uh, just look for a bunch of uh, crazy guys. We'll be in I think Lakeview tomorrow, and then. We're going to be early, early, like for breakfast, uh, in one of the parking lots around the dome <laughs> on Saturday. So we'll yeah. we'll be around, Gus. If yeah. you're bored, just go out there and you'll, you'll you'll have some fun. We'll be able to be seen for sure. We'll either be wearing the crimson or the gold. And as you mentioned, you just described essentially why I came to Brother Martin. So, uh, Chad, man, thanks for stopping by a little bit this afternoon. Give us a little bit of your time. Enjoy the rest of the week, and I will see you on Saturday, bud. You too, Gus. Go, go, Saders. And for sure, go Crusaders. Class of 90 was in that 89 championship game in the state finals, Mr. Chandler Rose. Our thanks to head coach Mark Bonis, who stopped by. Steve Truding, he was part of the 71 state championship team as well. And also Kenny Borderline stopped in to give us his thoughts and his remembrances of that as well. Thanks to Chef Scotty. Thanks to Chris for uh, having us. Coach Bear as well. Um, it's been fun. Can't wait to see what happens here when we come in. And take on John Curtis on Saturday. Tomorrow, I guess the uh, the executive decision of uh, do we have to talk Saints? I don't know. You tell me. Maybe I'll make that the question of the day. <laughs> when should we start talking about the Saints again? <laughs> but tomorrow, we will obviously go into the Pelicans taking on the Suns in the first of two over the weekend. Yeah, high school football playoffs going on, so a busy day, no doubt about it. In the meantime, Matt Moscona, and after further review from ESPN, Matt and Rouge, you're up and running. You're next. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, everybody, for stopping in. It's been the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.